N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 270 of the NYYST podcast. We're presented to you by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And SGR. What up? What's up, fellas? Nothing. What up, what up, This is our second take. We had technical difficulties. Should I just pretend like, uh, should I just say <laughs> no. what I was going to say? Before, what I no, said before, because the, the, the jokes are ruined, it's over. I'm past it now. This is how real remember. we are, though. This is how real we are. We can't even reenact what we had said 30 seconds ago. The and, jokes were magic. Now, no one will ever get to hear them. Yeah, they really were good too. They were yeah. good. It's about my spilled. butthole being wrecked. I just right? spilled a lot of bull. It was really, it was raunchy, and it was real. And now they're ruined. It's ruined forever. Forever. Your balls? Uh, My balls. I'm getting to your balls in a little bit. Uh, but as as I was saying in the initial take, and I'll repeat now in case I do disappear, there's like 90 mile an hour winds in my neighborhood. So if the power goes out, it knocks the Wi-Fi out, and then I won't be here. Okay. Okay. Be a blessing. So let's, let's yeah, that's not what your mom said when you were born. Okay. My mom or Ryan's mom? No, your mom said that when she saw you, when she popped you out, dog, she was like, this wait is not a blessing. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. All right. Wait a second. Support. Support for NYYST. Okay. We got to get this out of the way here. Uh, let's get this out of the way quick. We got to do a, a Manscaped ad read here. Is uh, NYYST brought to you, okay, by Manscaped, best in men's below the waist grooming. We got Buck Showalter here today to do a little bit here. Okay. One second here. Let me. Yeah, I'm here. It's, it's me, Butch Walter. Uh, I'm here. It's uh, Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. We got Brett Gardner here, too. Yeah, hey, guys. It's me, Brett Gardner. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. SGR, you want to finish this off, my, my guy, buddy? Oh, my God. Join four, over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code 20MYYST at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. How do you sleep stages? at night? Do you, do you just have 20 million different voices in your head? Yeah, it's like I'm fucking uh, schizo. I'm like uh, in Fight Club or... You're like, uh, what's his name? Personalities. What's his name from Primal Fear? Roy? Ray? Uh, Roy? Oh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. That is a great I don't know. Movie. I don't remember his name. Ed Norton. Yeah. Spoil, Ed Norton. Spoiler alert. He's not really a schizo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 it was made in like 1990. Okay. Great movie. I hate Richard Gere. All, right. but... All right. Yeah. 1990, 1996. That movie. Okay. 1996. Okay. Um, okay. Richard Gere. Okay. Richard Gere. Ed Norton. He uh, he played a seven, he played a psychiatrist that tried to bang Kim Basinger. Okay, he was in that. That time. was Kimmy. That was that was uh, B Rabbit's mom in that movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shit. 
Um, also, if, you're, right, if so. you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're watching us on NYY News TV on YouTube, please subscribe, smash that like. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, subscribe to us anywhere you can. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, all our patrons sponsor this show as well. Head over to patreon.com slash M-I-Y-S-T for as low as five bucks a month. You can help support the show, get some bonus content, and uh, and just be a patron. That's it. Yeah, and there's no need to follow a show format anymore. Okay, so, okay, so that's that. No, no, well, get no, it no. out of the way early. Now we don't have to worry about it. That's why we do the rundown, then the ads, and then we get into the show. That's Ooh. how it's been Ooh. since we've been on the network. Mm. So... I no. thought I missed. I thought I missed my cue because I wasn't paying there's, attention. There's, so no, I jumped you were into, just ju- you know what? That's why that's you're not I, married, that's, Brian, because you but, you jumped the gun too often. That's, you know, that's, girls that's don't what, like that. Not girls. It's just, that's, that's what you're wrong about, dude. They love that shit. It's because Christian <laughs> wants this show to go poorly because he's all in his yeah in his own head. Negative. So he's got to prove to us that because we had a technical difficulty, Should we just the show jump right in the draft. <laughs> no, I want the jo- I want the show to go swimmingly, but there's a format. It's all right. So, all right. Well, I I jumped so on. All right, I did I'll, SGR I'll sit, classic I'll this, jump classic SGR. I'll, I'll, I'll sit this one out. Sorry, right? uh-huh. we're not perfect. Okay, it's not going to go perfect. Your mother said that. My yeah, mother is. No, was he a, was talking about that. Was about that was mine. Fucked up, dude. That was <laughs> fucked up. You know what's fucked up? That we still don't have any baseball. They met again this week. The meeting was over in 15 minutes. We're not even going to spend near that amount of time talking about it uh, because I just I can't deal with it anymore. So honestly, and uh, I'm I'm fed up. I just just that's just how I feel right now. I'm fed up. I don't want to spend fucking any time on this show wasted talking about these people that. They can't get their act together. They're supposedly meeting on Monday. They're planning on meeting every day. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah but you know what? Here, we're not going to, we're not, we are really not deep diving this like we did last week. Okay. But one of the things that came out of the meeting from, it was Thursday, I believe. It was the players, you know, retort to what the owners came out with on retort, Saturday. Retort. And what was one of the things that the players did? They upped the amount of money that they wanted in the bonus pool. Mm, mm. So, I mean, you can just see how seriously the negotiations are going at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their, their compromise was to lower the amount of players that would be taking care of the percentage, but they upped the money almost the same. It, it was essentially, they could have stayed where they were money wise and dropped it from 100% to 95% of the players. Instead, they they decided to think they were creative and lower it to 80%, but then up the money 15%. So they lowered, they lowered their asking percentage of the players 20%, and then they upped their money they were asking for by 15. So essentially, they didn't... They made it look like it was more to the casual person reading it than it actually was. <laughs> But like when when you look when you look at that right as and it's a pool it's a bonus pool right and it's 115 million so you would imagine then that that 115 million would be split up evenly between all 30 teams you think that's how it would be spent that money no or, I think it's the I think it's the amount of players that it's a bone is it for a bonus um to pay the player that you get yes. So it's not distributed by team necessarily as much as it is guys 
coming here in, from inter, the international pool, no? No, it's pre-arbitration players. This money is paid would be paid to pre-arbitration players. By who though? Who's who's where's this money coming from? It would the owners are going to put the money in. All right, so if it's split up evenly between all thirty teams, yes, yes. So you under you know you would assume that each team would pay equal amount into the pool. Yeah, okay. It would be about four million dollars per team, and if it's a pool that's not going to affect the luxury tax, then the more I think about it, then I I like the idea of having a a large a sum of money in a pool that won't affect any sort of excuse to not spend money. Christian, yeah, Christian, Christian real what? quick, rattle what? off to me a couple of pre-arbitration players that were absolute wastes of space. Rat- can you rattle a couple off? Uh, I, not off the top. I mean, what? These are guys from zero to two uh, years of service time. So take your pick. Did Was Tyler Wade pre, pre-arbitration at one point? At one point, he was, yes. Okay, w- would you want to commit more than what they're paying him now? What they had to pay him when they when they when he was pre-arbitration? Or would you decide to not call up guys like Tyler Wade and give them the opportunity unless you were sure you wanted to pay them that much? Well, my thing would miss, be... No, no, no. You're, you're not on the same page here. Okay, so then... The bonus... But the bonus money, we talked about this last week. The bonus money would be paid out to guys that hit that war statistic right, that they're going to come saying. up with. So Tyler Wade can come up here and bat 180. He's not going to get dick. Gotcha. So I'm talking about having a pool of money where you are giving it like an incentive uh, for players that are pre-arbitration that aren't making that money that veteran contracts or guys are making and giving them a chance to make a shit ton of money. I think that $150 million is fair. I don't think it because you're going from zero to 115. Right. That's my point. It's the baseline is so much lower. But hold on. Let me just get on the same page first so I can argue this properly. So then maybe my last week. Yeah. But is that war statistic still part of this? Yes. This is the same thing. Okay. So then my next question would be, what if, what if only a couple players hit that war statistic? Is that 115? Let's just say by some crazy thing, only 5% of the players eligible hit the war statistic to get the money. Is that 115 then distributed just by, throughout the 10%? I have no idea. Well, I didn't can, read that. Well, we kind of need to know those things now because then well, it's ridiculous. Call Tony, Clark, call Tony Clark up. Because then it's ridiculous. If they were fighting for each team to have an allocated amount of this pool money regardless, and then they can, they can, if they have to spend it and distribute it to, uh, you know, the percentage of players that hit the statistic, then that's one thing. But if it's just, here's the pool money, and then 80% of the players that hit it, you know, get it, well, what if only a handful of players hit it, hit the statistic, then that money's distributed? What if the Yankees have no pre-arbitration players and they get $10 million of the pool money? What are they, supposed to, what are they going to do with it? They just get it? Or they don't have to... I'm saying, I'm just, I'm saying in your scenario, you're saying that each team would get a piece of the pie. The, why, what happens if a team has no pre-arb players? Right. So it just doesn't... The way they're fighting, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me then. 
So well, that's why fighting, I, that's why I was all over the, the younger place with player. It. They're fighting for the younger player right. in the in a league sense, not a team sense. Right, but they're fighting for the younger player, and then also in the same breath, fighting for themselves also. So it's like, again, if they're asking was if what they were asking wasn't so far off the baseline of what it is now, maybe I'd have a little more. You know, I understand what they're trying. To do and I'm not disagreeing with that I'm disagreeing with their approach I think it's miserable and if that's Tony Clark they need to find another fucking head of the MLBPA I'm telling you right now that's fair yeah uh, this, well, I have no words for this uh, because you know we're, we were supposed to get spring training started last, this past week it hasn't started now, MLB said they're canceling or postponing all games until March 5th, which obviously makes a lot of sense in the sense that they have no agreement and we're in the last week. We're going to be in the last week of February already. So really, if something has to be hammered out in the coming days or opening day is going to be, you know, canceled for all intents and purposes. In my mind, it already is. Like in my mind, I just can't well, see a scenario. In my where, mind, in my mind, it's not. I'm in my mind, it's not. Until I hear somebody say that it is, I'm keeping a hope alive for that because that's the one fucking thing I ask these assholes to do is to not fuck with opening day, and that's still alive right now. Okay. Do you feel so, a little better that they seem more committed to meeting every single day moving forward and? And getting this done. But what does that mean? Because the last time, the last two times they met, they met for a combined thirty-five minutes. Right. So what, but my what point is, is, you know the, my you know point the is, Grandpa Stimson gift where he walks in, puts his hat on, and walks back out the fucking yeah, door. Yeah. Is that what they're going to do? All Pretty week? much. But no. Here's that's what I'm trying to say. Now that they're committing to meeting every single day, this again, what are those meetings consisting of? Walking well, in the building probably, and saying hello. No, and probably leaving? a little bit more of a serious sit down and talk. And really figuring shit out. That's what that tells me. If they're committing to meeting every day, that they both know that this needs to get fucking worked out. Because think about it like this. What do we, every year when they have a full spring training, what do we always hear? Oh, the pitchers are behind the hitters. It takes the, the right. pitchers are not really hitting their stride till late April, May. What if they don't have, they haven't, they're already a week behind. Well, beyond that, it's, it's, think about all the big time, uh, free agents left. I mean, yeah, it might only be a handful, but that's a lot. This was a big free agent year, you know, and, and there's a lot of guys that don't know where they're going. That's going to take time. That's going to take a, a decent amount of time. It's take, once they unlock, once they uh, unlock the lockout, uh, I think these guys are going to sign fast because they're going to want to get into camps and uh, get going here because they're, they're going to yeah. truncate spring training, whether uh, regardless of when it starts. It's not going to be truncate six, seven it. weeks like it normally is. They're going to yeah, try but, to get through it as fast as possible. Yeah, but the problem is when you have bigger named guys that are free agents, it's not mm -hmm. as simple as making you know taking a couple phone calls as an agent and and wrapping mm -hmm. it up. A guy like Correa. Like you said, Scott Boris is the best in the business. What does he do? He waits for the Yankees to make an offer so that can so that can raise the bar and and then he play he plays off that. So what do you think the agents and, and GMs have been doing during a lockout? Nothing? I'm sure they've been talking to oh, each sure. other. Oh sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. I hope so. I hope at the very least, you know, 
there's been some. I hope, yeah, really. Like, I hope the only thing that Brian Cashman has been wasn't yeah. signing endurance Diarte to a fucking minor league deal. I hope that he's doing some back channel talking to these agents and trying to figure mm. shit out, or yeah. talking to Oakland and trying to figure out ways to get some of those guys over here. Mm. I'd really hope so, I at know. the very least. But we'll see what happens. You know, we'll talk about it again next week. Hopefully, it'll be. Yeah, uh, you know, they settled. Yankees are reporting to camp. That's really what I want to talk about next week. Not more. Well, they said this and they said that. Now yeah. spring training is. Uh, I'm, t- I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I just want baseball. That's what it comes down to. That's it. Um. So, I was thinking about this. Uh, earlier today, and um, I was talking to Pete, you know, back and forth in the DMs about it. I don't want to spend too much time on it because we got to spend a good chunk to judge, and we got to spend a good chunk to um, to the draft. Aaron Boone was interviewed earlier this week, and paraphrasing here again, he did not like the the idea that he's a puppet, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. yeah, I give Aaron Boone a lot of credit for this. He he, whether you want to say he's sensitive about it because it's true, or he's defending himself because it's not true, he's got the he's got the fucking balls to stand up there and tell people how he feels about it. And I give him a lot of credit for I that. Mean, I'm not going to sit here, and I'm not. But again, I'm not going to sit here and you know get go over the top and defend the guy because we said here on the show that I didn't want him back. I thought, uh, you know, the time that he had here was enough that we didn't, we didn't get any closer to the world series with him here than with Joe Girardi here. So it was time for a change in my mind, but at the same time, you know, I got to respect the guy to at least in that sense that he, he doesn't like the narrative out there about him. So he's trying to fucking change it in that sense, you know? I don't necessarily think he's a puppet as much as I just think that they hired the guy for a reason that they hired a guy who is on the same wavelength. And of course they're going to, which is why I go back to my main point of, I don't care who's the manager. So long as Brian Cashman is still the GM because it, it it goes from him. He's going to hire the same guy. It's not necessarily that they don't respect Aaron Boone. I think they just know who he is. They know where his mindset is, and it aligns with their own. And I'll just say one thing, and I'm not, you know, I, I would rather defend Boone than anything else. I do like Aaron Boone. I really do. But if if he has the balls to come out and, and defend himself off that narrative, did he have the balls to come out and say that Davey Gar- the Davy Garcia move was all him? He did say that. No, he didn't. He said it was what something that we discussed. Uh, okay. It was something but that he said. Ultimately, it was my decision. Was ultimately, my it was his decision. But we okay. talked about that. How that meeting went. You know, he knows what what Cashman's you know up for. He unloaded. But did he, though, not, this, but did he not put the uh, blame here? We we I sat here and screamed about it. When it after he said that he put the blame at his feet for that decision. He said that ultimately, yeah, and it's the same thing that he said in his quote to Joe Sherman. I get the information, and then I make my decisions. Would he have made that so decision same- if if he didn't know if Brian Cashman was cool with it? No, nobody would have fucking made that decision. Nobody that, that has any uh, Competency. type of history in the game that he has would make that fucking decision. <laughs> but again, 
You can only, again, we always say, we can only go based on what a guy says. Did he not say that? Did he not put the the blame at his on his shoulders for that decision? He L- did. Listen, then again, I, I don't, I'd rather defend Boone. So, so good for him then. Good for him for saying what he said, but it I mean, doesn't, I think we, it doesn't take away from the fact that I, I think Cashman hired the guy for a reason. And it wasn't because he necessarily wanted him to take, take, you know, the reins on everything and every decision. It was because he's a guy who's agreeable and has the same mindset, same philosophy as Cashman. And that's ultimately the the biggest problem. I think that's what my issue is with everybody that hates Aaron Bloom. You can hate him. I don't hate him. I just think that it was time to move on from him, you hate him. but you can hate him all you want. You're going to bring in the next guy from central casting and he's going to do the same exact thing as long as Brian Cashman is making the fucking hire. That's good. Yeah, I mean, and we've said that from from day one when we started ripping on this team for the way for the way it was being run. Ryan, you have anything to add? Well, here's the quote that he said here on that report. Uh, you want to uh, read it? Or yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. Uh-huh. I want to hear the actual. Uh huh. Narratives that he's basically talking about all this narratives that get started that maybe have some sliver of truth to it, but in the end, that's a little sliver, but in the end are kind of bullshit. I am not oblivious to things, but they call me a data applicator. Like I am not a baseball guy and just some data applicator. I've been in this game all my life, bro. I'm as baseball through and through as anyone. You got to respect that. You do. I'm glad you read that quote. I really, I really am. And, and I've said that too. I've said that I feel that if anything, Brian Cashman has his hands too close uh, on too much mm. and he's too close to this team because I feel like Boone should be trusted more because he is a baseball guy. He is. And it's like maybe those stupid moves with Davey Garcia is like a kid trying to impress his fucking dad, you know, where Boone feels like he has to make these creative and, and, and prove himself and make these creative decisions. And they all, do you, do you, do you really want to know the reason why that didn't work? Do you really well, want to know the reason why it didn't Jay work? Because Jay Hap's a fucking bag exactly. of garbage. Yeah, he he brought, it wasn't like he had fucking Randy Johnson in the yeah. coming out of the bullpen. It was Jay Hap. That's why it didn't work. Cause Jay right. Hap is a piece of shit. He's a bag of garbage is what he I is. Did. Yeah. No one Jay Hap is He's a bag Jay Hap is the fucking water that collects at the bottom of your fucking trash can. That's oh, what Jay Hap is. That's worse than oh, the garbage. Oh my. Oh, okay. That's worse than the garbage. Doctor yeah, goes out to yourself. <laughs> oh man, where's that mask? Next week. Next week, dude. Next week, the mask. All right, the so we'll say this. I don't know if we've ever asked this on the show. I've always thought about this though, and then we'll move on to our nope. judge. Gotcha. Is Aaron Boone the manager of the Yankees if he doesn't hit a walk-off home run in 2003? Absolutely mm. not. No, no I'll way. say, I'll say maybe. No, because he's not relevant enough to even get in the interview at that point. Because you know he's not he's not the ESPN play-by-play guy. He's not. Getting you think that he job. got the ESPN because of the walk-off? Oh you come on, that, dude. come Everything. on, dude. That's rough. Everything. His Everything. whole He's life. A better baseball player than a fucking Doug Glanville, bro. Come on. Yeah, but no one likes Aaron Boone. He Every was the forgotten dude, brother. Come on, when you, you might think be right. of Aaron Boone, the baseball player, you the only thing that you think of is uh, the is Tim Wakefield that. pitch coming in. All right, but and the injury. But in defense of him, to saying that he doesn't get the ESPN job, he doesn't. What do you? Wh- he's the forgotten is, brother. Though. 
Who, who, who? What do you remember about Doug Glanville's career? Doesn't He's matter. Doug Glanville. It doesn't matter. Was he hired? No, that's was my he point. hired recently, Doug Glanville? He's been with ESPN forever. All right, so then that doesn't count. I'm talking. You got to talk about recent hires. Then A Rod was one of the recent hires. Was he a Doug Glanville? Michael K. Doug Glanville. If David Doug Glanville has been with Glanville. the network as long as Aaron, Aaron Boone's been out of the boot for five years now. But my, but if you would just let me make my point, he's the forgotten okay, brother. Okay. If you're going to hire a Boone, you're going to hire Brett Boone. Right? But Aaron Boone <laughs> at least had the walk-off, so they went with him. And apparently he's got, uh, I don't know, isn't there, isn't there a couple of uh, things in uh, Brett Boone's carry-on there? He's got a little luggage. He's, he's got, got a little baggage. He's got yeah. a little baggage. Boone's, he's funny, though. He was good. He, he was, was great on there. the show. Like, he, he, did, he was he probably my impressions. He was probably my favorite interview that we did. I will argue that uh, he did not get about the Aaron ESPN Boone. job. Because of the home run. But All right, fine. You can, I, yeah, he got the but, fucking. He did. He did. Okay, I you asked him. That. I, asked. I know. It. I know. I know it. It's. De- I'm definitely okay. Because right. you sat in there. I'm going to be like Mouse Chris for during, now. The, during the interview, right? You were no, there I'm with Mickey right. Mouse and Donald Duck, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to start banging. <laughs> and uh, what, what was the guy's name? The. And uh, that fucking guy that ran Disney for all those years. Walt, can't think Walt, of Walt Disney. Walt. <laughs> no, not Walt Disney. <laughs> Bob Epstein or something. <laughs> Epstein. Oh yeah, Igor, Igor, something. Bob Igor. No, it'll come. It'll hit me as soon as we stop recording. But a lot of people think that Aaron Boone, you know, that home run put him, you know, made him a relevant candidate to the Yankees. Oh, he won a pennant. He won a pennant off of it. So fuck it. Okay. There's more than what he can say as a manager. I, I think, honestly, if we're being serious for one second, I really think that that statement undermines how how knowledgeable he is in the game and how how many years he spent in this game, whether it be as a player, as his father's son, um, when his brother came up, everything. I mean, this guy has lived baseball. Michael whole, Eisner, that's the guy I was thinking of. I never uh, heard of him. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, your- Aaron Boone has lived baseball his whole life. So I think that I think that making that statement is pretty pretty Mean. shitty. Pretty shitty. But but it's probably true. It's okay. pretty shitty, probably true. Uh, okay. Uh, wait a second. 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 If it doesn't happen, and this is my last year, I had a lot of great memories. Aaron Judge was on the uh, R2C2 podcast, and that was one of the uh, more quotable things that came out of that interview, which I did not go back and listen to because I don't listen to Ryan Bucco anymore. Unless I have to. Do you know what's the most concerning to me about that statement? That he even has to fucking say it? Yes. It's that. It's just that. This is Aaron Judge, right? You would expect. That he's been, you know, had talks with Cashman or someone to at least be more confident to be like, I'm a, I'm a New York Yankee. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll figure shit out and blah blah blah. To end that statement with, and if not, I had a lot of great memories. Thanks, loved the judges' chambers, and see you later. Tells me that they haven't even come close to approaching him about any of this. That's what's concerning to me. Not that I, I, I don't doubt that it's going to happen, mm. but it's like, 
This is yeah. the bare minimum stuff that I don't understand why it's not. Why this well, even the this time stuff to do is, it is right now though, and they're in a lockout. Every who knows if if you're a new listener to the show, this might be all fresh to you. If you're not, you might be hearing this uh, us repeat ourselves from. I think we might have even did this a few months ago, but because of the um, the uh, the interview, I think it's relevant to do this again. And we can, and since there's nothing else to talk about in the world of baseball, we can go. You know, talk about Aaron judge again. Uh, every day that goes by that he doesn't have a new contract in his hand is makes me more and more worried that he's leaving. And I don't, here's, here's what the issue is, right? Why are you going to, why do you have to play this game with Aaron judge? Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of my point. And here's, here's what my problem is with this fan base, right? Yeah, Juan Soto is a fucking phenomenal baseball player. He is, hands down. At his age and his skill set, would you take him for the next 10 years over Aaron Judge? You'd be stupid to say no. I thought you wouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. But he just turned down a $350 million extension from the Nats. And... What world are you living in that you've seen that that now we're going to go and give that type of crazy money to Juan Soto? Or not even that. Oh, Aaron Judge, thanks for the memories, bro. But right. here's a new fucking shiny toy. Let's go get him instead. Right. Doesn't add up. Is that what the narrative is around this on, on Twitter and stuff? That That Yankee fans would rather, they think that, if Aaron Judge doesn't get an extension, that that they can res- get Juan Soto. Oh, okay. How did that work out when you thought if the Yankees lost the wild card game, you were you would be happy because it meant Aaron Boone wasn't the manager anymore? How'd that work out? What do you get? A five year deal? Yeah. I mean, how'd that work out for you? Stop wanting stupid things to happen because you live in a fantasy world that you think the Yankees are gonna do something better. Stop living in this world. I don't think wanting Juan Soto sure, was stupid. And, I, and I'm sorry, well, but I, I'm not taking... If if someone came up to me right now and said you can have Aaron Judge or Juan Soto, I don't know that I would take Juan Soto. Is he a better player overall, and would I get more out of him? Yeah, of course. But Aaron Judge is a Yankee, and, and, and it's the Yankees' fault, if anyone, that he's the staple to this to this team right now. He is Aaron Judge. He's our guy. They They did that. They did that before he won anything, right? They wanted this. So don't turn around and tell me that you're not going to fucking sign him. This is what my issue is. You gave the guy a fucking cheering section after eight games, right. and now you're going to let him walk out the door? Right. You can't do that now. No. You, listen, Derek Jeter was was great. He was phenomenal player, and I loved watching him, growing up Jeter. watching him my whole life. But, but Derek Jeter did something to earn what was given to him, and that was win. We, Which was nothing. He didn't, have to do, he didn't have to do anything other than win. And, and, and he became the there leader. There was no Derek's deck in Yankee Stadium. Right, right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like the overcompensation of needing a face to this franchise. You did this t- to us with Aaron Derek's Judge. Deck. Now, it, has it helped that Aaron Judge has been pretty fucking great since he came up other than getting hurt and stuff 
Yeah, obviously, but he hasn't won anything. But you're the ones That's who committed. You're the ones who committed to this, not us. You laid it out for us, and we took it in. Now you're not going to. Now you're thinking about not signing him. No, there's no way. There's no way. And, well, and, you, and out of all the things that they turned down that they won't spend money on, you're telling me that if you give them an extension this year, that Judge isn't going to take, you know, a, a hometown discount for them and stay in pinstripes and not have to worry about free agency? He wouldn't take a discount. You're going to pay Aaron Judge a lot less signing him to an extension then someone's going to pay him if he hits free agency the yankees will save themselves money if they sign him in the off this offseason as right. opposed to letting him hit free and what i'm saying is aaron judge has to know that if he hits Not free sure. agency he's going to get more money than the yankees are going to offer what if he him gets hurt? for an extension well that's who even better for cares? him who cares i'm so sick and tired i'm tired of that hurt, well, then we, he won't but if you get i'm saying if he gets hurt then he won't make as much money as if he were to sign an but i'm not willing to, to let that play out this is why I'm, I'm also not willing to let it play out because the other side of that coin is well what if he gets hurt well what if he hits 60 fucking home runs this year and wins mvp which he's yeah. fully capable of doing no, i know so then the yankees are Flipping the coin, they're trying. You I have don't know to. What yeah, well, like. you know what you got to do. You got to weigh risk reward. Well, he could get right. hurt, which he, which if you really look at his history, outside of one year, did does he really get hurt? Does he honestly really get hurt? No, they've been more freak injuries than anything. And what's been the more, uh, what's what's been the more likely thing to happen that he will have an MVP caliber season? But, but we don't even have to think about if he gets hurt, if, if we're talking about the Yankees' mindset here, Yankees' perspective, because their perspective, in their perspective, they're already winning if they sign an extension. They're already, again, going to pay less now than they would at the end of this season if he, if he plays a whole year, which they better be hoping for. They better not be hoping or thinking about him getting hurt. That, that tells me even, even more about how Whatever they don't they give a fuck. Whatever they did last year, Whatever they did last year worked. So do it again. I I can't argue it. I can't argue that. What it, do you have? What do you have? Two rest days in May, and then did he miss a game the rest of the year? Yeah, no. He was. He had. Remember, we freaked out about it. The lower body soreness. They gave him off two days. No, to your and credit, he really. To your credit, you you defended it. You said, "Hey, maybe this will will work out. He's staying healthy." And I, I was the one flipping out about it because I was like. Protecting him from what? What if what if him sitting all these days is what holds them back from being yeah. good? You were the one who defended no. it. You said it. It looks like it's working. Hundred forty eight games played last year. That's Fourth a lot. In MVP. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, what again? Whatever. Whatever they got to do. Whatever they got to do. To uh, to get him to play one hundred forty eight games and do it. And one of the, the choices in the poll that we're going to get to in a few minutes here is is waiting to see what happens. And I don't like that because now you're inviting other teams to get involved. You know, like you see the girl to dance that you want to go dance with. Go fucking dance with her. You don't wait for another guy to go up there and fucking talk to her. And then maybe he's got something that you can't offer. A big and now he's dancing, oh, you know, man. and then now he's fucking dancing with her and you missed your opportunity. Right. No. Why are you... Listen. This, you don't think, honestly, I don't... Let me just say this real quick. 
do you really want to get Steve Cohen involved in something like this? Do you really want that? Because what would be the ultimate fuck you? I'm here. I'm taking over the city move. He wouldn't have to. He, all he would have to do is open the checkbook and hand Aaron Judge a check, a blank check, and have him write it in. And he wouldn't care what the amount was. It, every penny of it would be worth it for him. Every single one. Doesn't even matter if Judge does well for them. Aaron Judge could play exactly zero games over the 10 years that hypothetically Steve Cohen could, uh, could sign him and for. It would and be it worth would still, every penny. It would be worth every penny for him. Now, here's, here's my issue with the whole thing. We shouldn't even be going this deep into it. This, these are the things, and this is what bothers me about the Yankees. There's things that are, you know, are nuanced and, and, you know, you have to debate and maybe this will happen. Maybe they'll do this. Maybe they'll cheapen out and get Trevor Story instead of Correa. Maybe they need another pitcher, whatever. It's the small things. It's the things that should be automatic that they shouldn't even have to worry about that they, that they just put on the back burner and it's just, those little things have to get done in order to focus on the things that matter that you should be thinking about and making decisions on. This isn't one of those things. It should be, yes, done. Here you go. Should have happened before the lockout. Here's, here's your extension. Done. My, I, they should have signed them in last off season. There's got to be processes that are automatic, right? In order to focus on the things that you need to make big decisions on, Aaron, signing Aaron Judge to an extension, it should be something you don't even have to think about. It should have been printed up, ready to go. Here's your extension. Sign it. Bada bang, bada boom, done. Now let's go focus on building a fucking world championship team. Now somebody brought this up. And in the mind of Hal Steinbrenner, I can see how it makes sense. Now somebody was saying, well, the Yankees know that they don't have to sign Aaron Judge this offseason so they can go and spend money in places that they need to spend money. And because they have X coming off the books next year, then they can go and sign Aaron Judge. Again, why are we waiting? You let Aaron Judge hit the fucking free agent market. He might not come back. It's So if you know you have X coming off the books next year and that's the money you want to give to Aaron Judge, give it to him now. And don't spend anything next year. If that's because they're the not going to anyway, play, they're not going to anyway. Like honestly, if that's the right. way we're going to play it, spend all the money now, and don't fucking spend anything next year. Don't let this guy hit free agency. What happened to saying fuck the luxury tax and just spending? What happened to that? What happened to yeah? We're not spending this year. We wanted to reset and just wait, guys. Just wait. Just wait until the next off season. Just wait when we build this team. What happened to that? Do we just forget about those those times? Do we just forget about it? And now it's well, back I don't to. Remember, I don't remember how coming out saying he was going to swing his dick around this off season, but we were under the impression that because they reset that they were actually going to spend some money this year, and they haven't spent uh, fucking anything. And and we know they're in the lockout, but we're talking about before the lockout deals were made that the Yankees right, weren't I even mean, around on. They weren't even in the in the discussion. I mean, honestly, if they if they if they passed on certain things, 
and didn't get certain things done because they were waiting to see what the tax number was set out after the lockout, then Brian Cashman needs to be fired and Hal needs to sell the fucking team because that's just, that, that's a, an egregious error that I can't fucking live with. And you know me, I hate people that always like, sell the team, sell the team. No, when, if you're pulling that bullshit, get the fuck out. Well, here's my problem. And here's where I know it's play just, the clip, play the clip. Seriously. Get the fuck out. Here's the thing. When, when the, I'm not talking about the players because I always want to watch the players win and succeed. Obviously, that's why we do what we do. That's why we watch every single second of every single game. But I'm almost resenting upper management to a point where it's like, okay, then you know what? You don't want to sign Aaron Judge? I hope he has the most fucking explosive season ever. You don't win a World Series, and then you lose him. Just like when they want to cheapen out for a shortstop because they're... they're uh, you know, they want Volpe or Peraza. Guess what? Then for you, not for the player, I love the players. But for you, then I hope then I hope uh, Peraza or Volpe are fucking duds when they come up. You wasted an opportunity to build a team around Cole and Judge and all of that because of, uh, because of guys that have never stepped foot on a major league baseball field. I hate Stan. I hope he strikes out three times. That's what you sound like right no, now. No, that's different. That's the player. I'm talking You're about rooting against Anthony Volpe. No, no, no. Because no, that's because they hate Stanton. I'm saying it in spite of the owners. Obviously, I don't really want this to happen. I want this team to win a fucking World Series. I'm just saying if they're going to cheapen out and be assholes to this, and I'm not talking about the negotiations. That's different. I'm talking about for us as Yankee fans waiting here for how many years now, waiting for this team to spend big time money and build a World World Series team. And still not doing it and still waiting for stupid things that just don't pan out for them. And then they don't do anything anyway. And then they still don't do shit. Fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Like, like everyone wants to hate the owners and everything. Okay, that's fine. I don't hate all the owners. I hate my owners right now. I hate the Yankees upper management. I hate them. I don't care. You know what, how's, I don't care about the other owners. You know how it's going to be one of several owners that are going to attend the uh, bargaining sessions next week. But you know what? Everyone's like ripping him on that. How's a pretty good businessman. He's not really a great yeah. baseball guy. But what's he going to argue? <laughs> he's, uh, he's really uh, good. I only, with sold, I only sold 1.5 million chicken buckets last year. We got to lower the luxury tax to 184. Yeah, well, you know. People don't people don't take into account uh, you know costs going up for owners too. Guess who's going to pay for that? Yeah, us. But it, it's all. Yeah, no. it, But everyone pays for everything. Like I made more money last year, a lot more money last year. I did. But then guess what? When I go to the grocery store, I'm spending way more money. Like yeah, that, that I, happens. I can't just look at the money that I'm taking in, that I'm making, right? I can't. Because I'm going out and spending way more to get the things that I need. Right. I made more money last year than I ever made in my entire life, and I have none. How right. did that happen? Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like all this all this talk about how the owners should be spending 50% of revenue. Well, guess what? A, a million-dollar company, right, this past year, they normally make a million. But their, but their overhead is, you know, let's say 500000 They're right at that 50% mark. Well, guess what? This past year, it might have been up to $2 million. But guess what their overhead went up to? Fucking, you know, uh, $1.5 million. 
because they're spending way more on shit now. Everything is going up. So, so again, can't you can't go to Yankee Stadium and say, "Oh my God, everything's so much more expensive," and they don't spend money? Well, they're spending more money on shit too. It's just a matter of they're not doing it enough to actually show us they want to win a World Series. We'll spend some money on Aaron Judge. That should be again a given. That we shouldn't even be talking about this right now. I know that. I've been saying that for a long time now. Crazy. But we'll get into the poll here. We'll break down a couple of things. We'll read a couple of fan comments. Um, you know, it was basically real simple. What should the Yankees do with Aaron Judge? And this one went over the scientific limit. Okay. It was uh-huh. huge. It was huge. Oh, Came from right. China. All right. Big, 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 big. <sighs> one day we got to get uh, the former president and Big Mike in a room together on this show. Yeah, that would be the day. Um, Could you imagine those two in a room together? Uh Uh All right. So uh, there were four choices coming in at 1% was let them walk after 2022. I mean, I don't know who the fuck voted for that because if you have no intentions of keeping that law, if you have no intentions of keeping Aaron Judge, why wouldn't you try to get something for him? I mean, right? right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely not. then that 7% was trade him. Now, here's my issue with trading him. Do you fucking trust the guy that would make the deal? Do no. you trust him that he could make that fucking deal happen? No, and who are you that, trading that, Aaron Judge for that helps this team more than Aaron Judge is going to this year? No, well, uh, well here's the thing. When the, the Red Sox made the trade with Betts, they knew that they were taking a step back that year, and then they were going to go forward from there. So if you trade Aaron Judge, you're admitting that you're not going for it this year. That's the first thing that I have a problem with. Because, again, you have guys on this fucking team that you're wasting their primes of, that you're paying a lot of money to. And second, I don't try, do not trust Brian Cashman to make this deal as much as it would hurt and it would fucking hurt to see, to, to have it come across Yankees trade Aaron Judge I don't trust him to make that deal make sense to me after I get over the emotions of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then uh, finishing in second place, here was wait and see how 2022 goes. Again, we talked about that. I hate that fucking option as well because you're, you're setting yourself up to get in a bidding war. And do we really think the Yankees are going to go toe to toe with somebody that are Let's just say hypothetically the Yankees set we'll give Jack, Judge two fifty. Somebody comes in at two fifty five. Do you think Hal's going two fifty five in a penny? And can I just make one more point? We talked about if he gets hurt, then his value drops. Um, are you telling me that we talked about Steve Cohen that he still wouldn't outbid the Yankees regardless? You think that the Yankees are going to save any money? Right. Because Steve Cohen's still going to give him whatever he needs to give him to to beat out Cashman. The second so he becomes like, a free agent, that's that's Steve Cohen's life purpose at that point. And so I don't like that. Uh, I don't. I really don't like any of these options except for the one that won, and eighty-one percent of the fans voted to expend them now. Okay, that's fair. You got it. So since since this is scientific, this is what Yankee fans want. They want the Yankees to extend Aaron Judge. That's true. We are we are the science. I wish I had met Matt. And data data doesn't lie. 
Paid and I get it. He's entering his th- age 31. He will enter his age 31 season in this new contract. Okay. And you will have to give him six to seven years. So uh-huh. he'll be here 37, 38 years old. Yeah. And you'll have Cole if he doesn't opt out to that point. And you'll have LeMayu to that age. And then you'll have Stan to that age. But guess what? I don't fucking care. If you sign Freddie Freeman, you'll have him to that age. If you sign Carlos Correa, you might, you'll have him to that age. Again, I don't care. You can call me. I'm ignorant. I'm short-sighted. I don't care about that either. But this team hasn't won since 2009. So excuse me if I'm not thinking six, seven, eight years in the future. I'm just thinking about getting a fucking title for this team in 2022. And then I'll take care of what the fucking consequences are of that in six to eight years or whatever it might be. And I say this fully knowing and remembering how awful and boring and stale this team was as they were phasing out Jeter and Rivera because they were they, they had these aging old guys that weren't, well, Mariano was always at the peak of his game, but you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I will take all of that in 2028 or 2029 or whenever the fuck it may be. If it gets me a title in 22 and 23, if they could put a little bit of a fucking run together. So I don't I'm not worried about all that. So you guys can continue to count house money. okay? because he's going to charge more of it at the door, regardless if these fucking guys are here or not. You guys can continue to to wait for things to happen. All I'm waiting for is to for them to fucking put a team on the field today that will win a title in October. That's what I'm waiting for. Not, oh, oh Anthony Volpe's going to be a fucking superstar in 2026. Great. Mm-hmm. What does that do for me in 2022? Oh, Aaron Judge will be old in 2029. Great. But he will be a fucking superstar for the next four to five years. Well, Get that done. And then I'll worry about that shit. That's what I was going to say is, you know, it was tough, you know, Leading up to 2016, when they when they rebuilt, it was an old, stale team, and you know, we saw that it was tangible, and and we knew as 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 much as it hurt when they decided to rebuild that it needed to happen. But what did we get out of that before we got to that point that made it all worth it? And it was a World Series. Okay, we got a fucking ring. We got yeah, to got celebrate five of them out of that core. Well, what I'm saying, yeah, but it was beyond that. This team was so, so old. They, you know, they didn't have anything fresh coming up. And everything they did was just more old guys and stale guys on on the field. They needed to reset. But we got a World Series out of it. Now you guys are talking about guys like Volpe who are going to come up in four years. I don't care because we're not at that point yet. We are not there. We shouldn't even be thinking about it. We need to do what's best now and let these guys get old again and we'll have to reset regardless. So let's do what we need to do now to make that reset in you know five, six years or so. Make us, make us look back and say, you know what? These last couple of years have been stale, but it was fucking worth it because we won a World Series in 22 or we won a World Series in 23. So it was worth it. It was worth every penny. You know, Al, everyone flipped out when Alex Rodriguez got the big money and, and the years on his contract. And if he didn't win that World Series in 09, everyone would have fucking flipped out about it. Everyone would have said it was the biggest waste of money ever. But he won the World Series in 09. He, he, catapult, he, he fucking catapulted this team into the World Series and they won it. So every penny, you can look back and say every penny they spent on Alex Rodriguez was worth it. Every single one. Make those moves 
to make all of this worth it. You can't just fucking reset this team in front of our eyes and act like you didn't just waste the last five years. You can't do that. Make it worth it now so that we can look back and have something to hang our hats on. I mean, that's all I want, dude. That's all I want. I want them to put an ice... I want them to put the best possible team on the field in the next handful of years. And then whatever happens, happens. You can't continually be worried about next year, the year after when they haven't won. If if we were coming off a world series last year and you said, I want to wait for Anthony Volpe or Aaron judge is too old. I would still think you're stupid. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody that's listening to the show. I love you. and I appreciate the fact that you take the time out of your day to listen to us or watch us. But I could say they won. I can understand being a little, a little bit of having a little bit of patience with things, but they haven't won since 2009 and they're getting progressively worse every year. Yeah. It's not good. That's what the problem is. It's not like you can see that this core is building to something because they're going backwards all the time. Right. That's the biggest issue. It really is. All right. That we've we've just had a lot of technical difficulties tonight. You try so, to have nice things and they don't fucking work. Yeah, so, so I'm not even going to pretend to try and pick up from where the fuck I left off. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. read comments, uh, let's get to the draft before a fucking the tornado does rip yeah, through your house and we all die. We're going to do a draft now, guy. We'll do it. Well, let's get to the fan comments here and then we'll react to some of them here. Okay. Um, we'll go with Joey Kobani. Kobani Gold. Kobani Gold. Uh, extend him now. If not, you'll have to bid against other teams. Okay. That could have been our whole show. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's called. Hey. Uh, Don Sicario. Where you been, dog? Yeah, man. Yeah, D. Wait till he hits free agency. I know how that sounds. Believe me, I want Judge to be in pinstripes forever, but I'm worried if they lock him up before the season, they'll use it as an excuse not to sign anybody this offseason. He's got a fair point. He's I got mean, a dude. really fair point. <laughs> but here's but but again, let's just go back to the whole if the Yankees don't if the Yankees lose, I hope they lose because if they lose in the wildcard game, Boone will be gone, right? Who, who's to say they're not who's to say that if they don't sign him, they're gonna do the right thing and spend the big money anyway? This right. is true. They're not. You're right. They're not. So I'd rather them just sign him. If they want to use that in as, as an excuse, <sighs> fine. But they're gonna find other ways out of it anyway. Okay, and then we got Jersey Johnny here, who uh, I don't Subs. eat there anymore because it fucks my stomach up. Okay, so hot dogs? yeah, your comment is about as good as your hot dogs. Okay, I'm not a fan of early extensions; it's an unnecessary risk. And unless you're locking up a young player early on, the potential savings isn't worth it. Also, going into their free agent year, players are extra motivated to show you they're worth top money. Okay, so it's not worth it, but you want him to have a MVP caliber season to up his price. Right. I'm just not even going to waste time on that. Okay. Um, here we go. At foot base 199. I didn't see signed Soto as an option. So, what so, again, just, so again, that is kind of the narrative with some people. Unreal. What makes you think they're going to sign fucking Soto? What has this team done to make you feel that they're going to sign Soto when we can't even sign a fucking shortstop when we desperately need one? Aaron Judge will cost half, half, 
and he's probably going to get $275 million in an extension of what Juan Soto is going to cost. And you think that's too much money for the Yankees? Crazy. Here, how about, speaking of Juan Soto, how about Angel Soto? Now, I read this one earlier, and please, you guys need to handle this, okay? Are you alive? I'm alive. We need to just be honest and say it's the image of Judge and his name that we want to stay. He He's great defensively, but needs to be more aggressive behind the plate, in my opinion. If he can do that, there would be no debate. His at-bats are great as they – his at-bats – his at bats as great as they've been have come up short. What? What player are you watching? Uh, he says Judge, but I think he might I'm be talking Sanchez? about Sanchez. Sanchez. I think he's. I think he's confused. <laughs> he might be in between two different players. And why is Judge standing behind the plate when he's batting? Well, obviously, he can't be Gary Sanchez if he says he's great defensively. Yeah, true. It's probably just a. It's probably on shrooms. Mistake. Probably on shrooms. But he's come yeah, up short on some sort of drug. I mean, anytime the guy's been healthy, he's put up fucking MVP type numbers. So where is he coming up short? Why? Cause he strikes out. You guys got to get that shit out of your head, man. I think the first part of what he's saying makes sense, but that's just more of a reason for the Yankees to get, get him signed now because that's, that's another, just another piece to signing him. A luxury of his yeah, that he brings to teams. He's very marketable. He was seventh in jersey sales this year. Let's read a couple more here and we'll move on. Uh, uh, EC says, Judge is their best player, leader, most respected in clubhouse. Would they let him go or keep Joey Gallo? I think fans are just first. You know, it's not the first time I've heard that, that the Yankees would choose Joe. And somebody actually wrote about this, somebody that you would think would know better. But as we've covered on this show, they they sometimes don't. You can't fucking choose Joe. I mean, if you're, if you're sitting there debating over Joey Gallo versus Aaron Judge, you should not have a fucking job in Major League Baseball. Yeah. I'm guessing. And I like Joey. And that's somebody that, that's Bob fucking Clappish. defending Joey Gallo. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, 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 here we go. Uh, Boo Sullivan. If the Yankees make notable moves in the offseason, showing they're all in, Freeman, Correa, etc., it might be best to wait. Players always step it up more in their walk years. Could have an MVP-type year. If not, you lock them up and, eat and forget about it. Uh, yeah, you lock them up, you forget about it. I don't know. Do you guys think Aaron Judge is going to take the year off if he gets his money now? No. I no. I wouldn't be fighting for them to sign him if I felt that way. I don't under this is again is what I don't I don't get. Like if you want him to to wait and put up an MVP number, he's you're you're putting yourself at risk of him not coming back because more teams are going to be willing to give him money. And you're telling me he's an MVP caliber type player. And an MVP caliber type players you get fucking paid. Okay, that's enough for that. Okay. So I don't know. We really don't hear. From, we really didn't hear from SGR, who fucking hates Aaron Judge. But I think Chris, you and I are pretty much in agreement, right? Where if it was up to us, he'd be extended already. I yeah. It would again. It would be something. If I had two piles of priorities, I'd have an automatic bin that I don't have to even think about. It just gets done, and then I have my you know decision making bin of where I really need to, 
you know, focus my time on, on what's best for the team. This would go in the automatic pile. It shouldn't even be yeah. a question. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I lean more towards that. It's just the timing of it right now. It's tough with the lockout and they'll have the excuse. Like what I would do is, is sign him, but what the Yankees will do is use it. What's going on right now is an excuse to wait until he's eligible for free agency. Yeah. Cause but they're you- not going to have the time to resign him right now. So that's what, what's going to end up happening. It doesn't time is uh, Ryan. He's been here for fucking how many years now? The time has passed of when they should have fucking did it. Yeah, so there you go. That, that's okay. That's if they didn't do it. Yet, uh, my then. thing is, I don't care what the Yankees' excuses are because I'm not going to get it. I, I'm going to get the same variation of the excuse somewhere else in, in some other form. So, so if I all I base my decision on is. Is this the right move or the wrong move? It's the right one. Therefore, I don't care what the Yankees tell me because I don't think they're capable of making the right moves anyway. You're that's, smarter that's, Yan- that's what smarter I Yankees agree with. Would Aaron Judge here? Uh, it's going to be I like smart. that line of thinking, Chris. It's going to be smart. You're fi- we're finally waking up a little bit here. I think that you will. You yeah, want to bet your life on that? Am I willing Chris to bet will, my life? Chris on will it? bet his life on fucking anything. Yeah, I'll bet Chris my fucking life on it, dude. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. So uh, this is funny because I told Pete, if there's no baseball, we're going to have to start making snuff films on the pod. If the Yankees don't resign Aaron Judge, you're getting popped on the pod. Popped on the pod. Oh, shit. I'm down. <laughs> if you want to watch me get popped on the pod, I need 10 <laughs> reviews this week. Hashtag popped on the pod. We'll get, whole about, new we'll get to, about 100. A whole new meaning to pop, pop. Probably. Pop, pop. And you guys have to All say right. pop, pop when it happens. Okay. Now we're here promoting this and it's finally here. We're going to have a little bit of fun here. We'll, uh, we'll come up with the official name of it uh, on Tuesday when voting will start. Uh, kind of broke it down last week, but for anybody that didn't listen, shame on you. Okay, that's first of all. Shame okay. On you. okay, but we're doing the uh, Yankee Monument Park draft. The Monument Picks? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> So there's uh there's 22 players that have their number retired. Uh, 21 numbers re- are retired. Number 22. eight is retired twice. 2022. Uh-huh. All right. Gita. So to get it to a number where we can each pick evenly, uh, we added two people that have plaques out there: George Steinbrenner, which was my executive call, and then Paul O'Neill, which was voted on by the fans. So we will each draft eight people. Um, and then I'll figure out the brackets. The brackets will not be conventional, like one versus one. There are going to be rounds and probably multiple rounds where there will be three people competing against each other. And then we will get to the, uh, the, the I don't know if it's going to be called the King of Monument Park, but, you know, we'll come up with something. Okay. And okay. How are we doing the order? Well, I will get to that in one second. Okay. Just relax. Stop blowing your load so goddamn early. This might be a fucking family problem. Okay. Maybe it is. That's why I got three kids. <laughs> yeah, and that's why Ryan's here. Oh, I wasn't supposed to reveal that secret. <laughs> All right, so I'll go first. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. You were going to talk about the draft, how we're going to get to the draft order. All right, so I have these blank pieces of paper. I'm going to do this live on camera so oh, you can't okay, say. I like these. So you can't say that I uh, I cheated. Okay. okay. So. Oh my God, he's cheating. What are you doing? What does that say? Chris. 
<laughs> jerk in the off. hat. In the hat. Now I'm gonna fold it. I am gonna. That's a good idea. I should fold it. The fuck? I'm not gonna cheat. Yeah. Here's the here's the paper. I'm gonna lay it flat and face up, <laughs> so I can see. Okay, that's one. What does that say? I can't see. You're not in the camera. What does that say? SGR. Uh, okay. Okay, fold it up. All right. In the hat. Good fold. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Uh, fold it up there. So say, Mike. Right. Can you see that? It says dickhead. Uh, yeah. yeah, see it. Okay. It says Buck Show Walter. All right. All right. You can see in the hat. Oh my there are three pieces of paper in the hat. Okay. Like fucking okay. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're mixing it up here. The winner. It's of season draft. four next American it's Idol. It's a snake draft. Okay? A minute to win it. it is. All right. First pick of the, of the draft. The break. It's got to be me, dude. I need a win. Oh, I oh got my it. God. You oh. fucking cheater, dude. I did not. It was all live on camera. All right. Come scumbag. on, you jerk off. Is that, is that Derek Cheetah behind you? Or Derek Cheetah. Chris, number two. Number two. Of course. All right. Yeah. Wait, I'll this is a snake. Win. Is this a snake draft? It's a snake draft. I hate yeah, you're SGR, a little snake. SGR number three. Obviously. Okay. Obviously. All right, so I go first. We're going to. I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, preface this by saying that you're going to vote on based on who you think is going to win. There's no real criteria for this. Okay, and we got it. I'm okay. excited. So, so we're gonna go round one. All right, we're just gonna go. Okay, so there's gonna be 24 picks. Everybody's gonna get eight. So you guys. Just talk amongst yourselves for a minute so I can get the draft board ready. You know, I, I'm, I, I'll say this. I know last week I said if I got the first pick, I wouldn't take Ruth. But I thought about it all week, and I was like, I need a win on this show. And I was actually willing to, to pick Babe Ruth if I got the number one. I was prepared to do so. Oh, uh, yeah, you would have gone Ruth. I just, I just sent you guys a uh, way to... Oh, because you like, could copy text, right? You just sent us. Yeah. Wow. So you could see the list of, uh, so you could cross off names and shit on your list. That's a pretty cool feature. Do you that have that? That is on a your cool phone? feature. Yeah. I like that shit. Do you know if you screen, if you have an iPhone, if you screenshot a browser, like if you're reading an article and you screenshot the browser, when you go to the pop it up, you can go to full page and, and it saves the whole page of, what you screenshotted? Oh uh, shit! Yeah, it's pretty wild. There's a lot of there's a lot of iPhone hacks that that no one even oh, knows about. God, man. yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. Rizzuto, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you got. I mean, Mariano. Mariano could, could have been a good first pick too, because you got to remember, people are going to vote on it, and if you ask everyone now. Mo or Ruth, just based on like pretty much who they like better, I think Mo would win that. And um, how do you call it? Uh, most people on social media are, are younger than us. Yeah, and and they hate uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah, true, absolutely. All right, so I have the first pick in the draft, and because uh, <clears throat> this is tough, this is really really tough here. Who am I going to take in the first pick of the draft? I'm going to go. Uh, this is 
I'm going to say that recency bias wins, and Derek Jeter is my number one pick. Oh, my God. Wow. He did Jeter. Yeah. All right. Chris, you're up. Pick. Uh, I guess you left it in my hands. Like, I just gave that whole speech. I'm going to take Babe Ruth. You're going to go Bob, Babe Ruth? Just, I can't believe you I'm gonna went take against that fat yourself. Fuck. I'm going to take that fat fuck, and I'm going to fucking win with him. All right, Babe Ruth is off the board. Ryan, your first pick. You got back-to-back picks, Ryan. Give me Mariano. Ryan's taking Mo. And give me Yogi. And Yogi. Okay, that's the first pick in the second round is Yogi. Okay, okay, Chris, your pick. Mickey Mickey Mantle. Chris is taking Chris. I got fucking Mickey still, baby. You got Mick, okay, next. Uh-huh, go uh-huh. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Where is Mick? Mickey Where's Mick, is, on, the, uh, where's Mick on the board? Okay, Dickie, so. Dickie. All right, so the, the final pick of the second round was mine, and that's Lou Gehrig, okay? Okay. Yeah, you can take him. He dies in the end. You mean? Yeah, he dies. Spoiler alert. Of what? Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> Uh, this is a, the, you know, because you're, 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 you're picking to win, not necessarily the best overall. You're, you're picking you're to win it, here. Yeah, you got to be in it to win. <laughs> a lot of American Idol uh, yeah. references. Uh, this is tough. For my first pick, for the first pick in the third round, uh, there's. I'm, Who's I'm your good, last I, pick? Who's your last pick, Christian? I took Lou Gehrig. Okay. I'm pulling Joe Torrey off the board. That's okay. a good pick. I think you made it a little prematurely. I talk about you know premature things. Yeah, maybe it's a. I think it was a little premature. I think he would. I think he would have lasted. Yeah. For you yeah. Next I don't time know around. about that. I don't know. Okay. I'm pulling I'm Joe Torre off. The, yeah, Chris is up. I'd probably. I would take uh, Dimaggio, but I feel like people fucking hate his guts. I'm it's gonna, the anti-Italian thing. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Thurman Munson. Thurman. Thurman. All right, let's pull Thurman off the board. Ryan, you got back-to-back picks here to close out the third round and start the fourth. Well, um, let's go with... Got two picks here. Let's go with uh, Donnie Maddenly here. Okay. Oh, Donnie Ball off the board. Okay, all right. We got uh, and then uh, let's go. Uh, hmm. We'll do fucking. You know what? We're going recency bias again. Paul O'Neill. You're taking Paulie O'Neill off the board. Uh, this one just came to me. Right? Tell me if. Uh, tell me if you're all right with this. The Prince okay. of Pinstripes. You like that as the? Uh, That's possible. I got. I got. I got to. I got to think about it a little bit. Because uh, we should. We should incorporate the Yankees into this somehow. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. All right. All right, Chris, you're up here. Your pick. Now remember, Ryan. Since you have back-to-back picks, like I have back-to-back picks, you have to remember that the picking, the way you pick them in the order, is going to be their seeding. So just keep that in mind. You know. Someone took ball. Donnie baseball, right? You took you took Donnie, yeah, Donnie balls. Donnie balls off the board. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little along the lines of Ryan's thinking here, and I'm gonna take Bernie Williams. 
Oh, Chris is pulling Bernie off the board. Okay, okay. I'm having a Bernie's great draft, off. by the way, for anyone anyone wondering. It's a great draft. Bernie's off the board. Okay, so I got believe back me, trust picks. me, believe me. Believe okay, me. so uh, <laughs> I'm pulling I'm pulling King George off the board to close out the fourth uh, wow. round here. Just another premature pick. I feel like no, no, no. And uh, you can't leave him on the board any longer. I don't think. I don't think we can leave Joe DiMaggio. He's number five, first pick in the first in the fifth round. I think it's right time we got we got to pull Joe DiMaggio off the board. Joe DiMaggio. Uh, okay. 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 Um. All right, we got a few picks left. All right. I refuse to draft Reg Jackson. I fucking hate it. We should have done the opposite. We should have drafted like, just- who we think will come in last. That would have been good. Um, I'm going to take, just to, just because I feel it's wrong, you know if you adopt like a sibling or a twin, like leaving the other one behind is pretty fucked up. Like they say you should adopt both. I feel it would be wrong for me to draft one of the M&M boys and not the other. So I'm going to go with Roger Maris. Even though he sucks. Uh, no, he didn't. So. No, Roger Maris sucks, bro. Come on. You suck. You suck. Who said that? What? You make you mad for Christ's sake. Look, we're doing it's this to have me. some fun, but there's a lot of guys on this fucking list that don't belong here. I'm yeah. Reggie Jackson. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're up. Give twice. me. I want Billy Martin. Oh, Billy Martin to close out the fifth round. Okay. I like Billy Martin. I used to play for Billy Martin. That's my... Uh, <laughs> Very un- not used Lou Pinella. That was good. That was good. Well, I used to play for Billy Martin, and I'm also going to pick Andy Pettit. Oh, Andrew Eugene is off the board. Okay, okay. Um, I guess I have to take him. I guess I have to take him here. Mm. Reggie? No, fuck it. I'm taking Phil Rizzuto. Scooter. Scooter. That was I was pulling Scooter off the board there. Okay. All right. So to close out the sixth round, looking at the board here, uh, this is tough because again, you got you're picking to win, not necessarily who's the best. But I gotta have faith in our fan base, even the tweens that might vote on this that you've heard of fucking Ron Guidry and know his importance to the team. So I'm taking Ron Guidry to close out the sixth round and to start the seventh round. Oh boy, this is tough. See a lot of, see, I, <sighs> just so everyone knows we got Dickie Posada Howard, Stengel, and Jackson still on the board. Yes. Dickie. Hi, Dickie. It's a uh, hey, Dickie. Uh, Billy. This is a tough one here. Okay. Do you want to skip? Do you I don't even, pass? I, no, I don't even get to make my last pick. I'm just stuck with whoever's left. So uh, who do I want? I'm, who do I want here? Because I know you I'm going to be, be drafting stuck on who you want. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying because I know I'm going to be stuck with one of three guys. So, uh, 
this late, I don't think it really makes a difference because it's probably going to get slaughtered in in the opening round. But I'll take uh, I'm going to take Jorge Posada here. I don't think I'm he'll take get Jorge. slaughtered. I'm going to take Jorge Posada. All right, okay. and then I have to at this point. I can't believe you lasted this long uh, in the draft. I got to take Reggie Jackson. I just don't think anybody. I just don't know if Reggie's got the the legs for this type of thing. You don't even get to pick at all anymore. I just said that. Oh, I I'm thought done. you were saying by default you have whoever's left. It's yeah, I do. Here. I have whoever's left. I have the last pick. I want, so I want Whitey Ford, and I Whitey want Ford namesake bias. Dicky. Okay, so Chris, I didn't know you're down. Ford was still on the list because it, it got cut off here. Oh, so you're down to Elston Howard and Casey okay. Stengel, and then whoever you don't want, I get is my last pick. All right, who are the ones left? Elston Howard and Casey Stengel. I got to take uh, Elston Howard. I will have no problem with. That's actually not a bad last pick Casey Stengel even though he has no shot of winning because nobody knows who the fuck he is. I know who he is. I know but nobody, is. nobody voting. I easily and I'm not just saying this because uh, because I have bias and I have a dog in the race here. I My draft was by far the best out of the three of us and I will win this. Mm, we'll see. I will win this. I think, I think Babe Ruth is a real risky pick. It's risky. Yeah, but I took him second. I wasn't even first. Like, think yeah, about who I got in on the my first, team. Yeah, but in the first round, I'm just saying, based on who's going to... If you were opening this up to rational people, bro, it's a runaway win. But, bro, think about how many non-Yankee fans will see the polls and still vote on them, and how many people think Derek Jeter is one of the most overrated players of all time. You're going to get slaughtered, dude. You lost. Recency bias. Recency bias. You might as uh-huh. well forfeit. All right. Derek, yeah, you want to say Derek Jeter, people voting on this think Derek Jeter is overrated, which is probably true, but when he comes up against the, the fat old man, he, he'll win. I thought sleeping you were going to stop it. Sleeping on Mariano. Sleeping I thought you were gonna, yeah, that's a good pick, dude. I thought you were going to stop sleeping it when on. he comes. We are going to start banging. Oh, God. All right, so let's go over the draft here. In round one, it went uh, Derek Jeter, Babe Ruth, Mariana Rivera. Round two went Yogi, Mickey, Lou Gehrig. Round three went Joe Torre, Thurman Munson, Donnie Baseball. Round four went Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams, George Steinbrenner. Those middle picks. Round round five went Joe DiMaggio, uh, Roger Maris, uh, Mm. Billy Martin. Round six went Andy Pettit, Scooter. And Ron Guidry, seven went Posada, Jackson, Whitey Ford, and the final round went Bill Dickey, uh, Elston Howard, and Casey Stengel. Mm. So the uh, we'll have to figure this out here. I think you I should just like do the rounds. I think you should just do each round. No. Yeah, I would win every. How are you gonna? Do- no, why would you do that? Because then you're gonna the, the bottom. I don't. I gotta figure this out. I don't like doing that. No, you can't do. Because then you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. Some, I get it, dude. You know, you you're gonna. Say, you're gonna. Babe Ruth is gonna go up against Jeter. I get it. No, but if that was the final, that was the final. But I'm just saying, like you're, you're gonna you're gonna knock out a lot of big names. Right. In the that's beginning, what I'm saying. Be, I know. I can't do it that way. You want Casey Stengel versus Babe Ruth in the final? Like who's? That's not fun. Mm, the, Twelve yeah. votes. Yeah. 
But if you just go based on seating, it, it'll be all, you know, you want to knock your seating, guys out. Seating, seating, seating. Yeah, but then it'll be your your picks versus your picks. That's how it would be in the first round. Then we'll do whoever wins the most rounds wins. It's It should be my first pick versus your two last picks. Then Christian's first pick versus... We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm very good at these things. Yeah, no, I'll figure it out. He's, no, uh-huh. he's actually I'm very one good. Of the only, I'm one like, of the only things he's good at. Yeah, thanks. Are you like Rain Man? I am when it comes to tournament, yeah. like brackets and stuff. I am. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hell. I, I got to look yeah, at this. Yeah, figure we're it out later. It. Yeah, we're going to do it during the show. I'm going to get my kid to bed. Okay. Get your kid to bed. Uh, okay. I got to go to sleep. All right. So, uh, good show. Good show. Okay. I like to draft. Great. I like, we should, great show. we should draft more things. Yeah. We should do a few more different things like that. You know, no, how, how about, how about, how about, how about, how about baseball to talk about? Right. How about they get their shit together? The Yankees are in camp by the time we sit down and record next week. And we can talk about that. Do we turn this into a Somerset Patriots pod? We, it, I'm telling you right now, if the season doesn't happen, it is. It is. I'm going to games, so I'm so am I. I'll be on the field. I don't want I to because enough people are going to be sitting there looking at Anthony Volpe's butthole. I'll bring the mic. That's I'll bring good. the mic. I'll bring the mic too. I can interview oh, yeah. Anthony Volpe. Uh, yeah, this fan base is going to make me hate him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Volpe's going to be there. Apparently, oh. starting the season at, at Double A, we'll see if that actually oh, yeah. happens. But that was the initial plan. I'm gonna interview him. Uh-huh. Oh, Anthony Volpe. Oh, Anthony. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you very much for listening to episode 270 of the NYYST podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, where you can find all the polls for the Monument Park draft that you'll be voting on at NYYST underscore podcast. We'll also retweet them from our personal accounts. Okay. So it should be following us there as well, which if you go to NYYST underscore podcast, you can find all of our personal accounts in the bio. That you can. Okay. All right. So thank you very much. Thank you for your continued support of the show, SGR. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Christian and Chris. Of course, SGR. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Call me New York. Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain or shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.